Hi, welcome to your practice. Thank you for joining me. So today's practice is one we've done recently in class and now we are apart again as we find ourselves in lockdown too. I thought it might be nice for you to do at home if you like. It's an all-round movement practice and suitable for most people. You don't need any props but you might want to... um, just pad your mats. You might want to put a blanket over your mats or maybe put your mat on carpet so you've got nice support beneath you. I came across this quote. I can't remember where it's from, but I thought it was very relevant, so I'm going to read it. It's, yoga gives us a rhythm and a ritual to anchor ourselves to as we ride the waves of uncertainty. And I just think that's brilliant and so appropriate at the moment that we don't know what's going to happen going forward. We're hoping that everything reopens in December. In the meantime, we can use our yoga practice to really keep a structure to our day, possibly. So we're going to start from laying down. Take your time to come into Shavasana and as with most of my classes we begin where we end so we start from laying down in Shavasana. Just taking a moment to let yourself land, to draw inward, to notice how you feel, how you are today. You might start to feel into the back of the body and all the parts of the back of the body that connect to the floor. You might notice if you are ready to lie down and you feel that you are happy to meet the earth or if you are ready to move and you're waiting for a bit more movement in your body. Every time we hit the mat it's different so just see what you're arriving with right now. And then turn your attention to your breath. Just see how the breath is, how it feels, how it moves, whether it's deep or shallow, smooth or uneasy, uneven. And then start to take the time to to steady the breath. So you can breathe in a little bit more deeply. And you might find that following that, you breathe out for a little longer. And it's really nice to Just stay with the exhales and notice how as we breathe out, we might be able to sink a little bit closer to the floor. We might be able to soften the body a little bit more as we release with every exhale. And then if you have started off with your knees bent, just take a moment to slide the heels away. And then let the arms reach overhead. So you can always take them out to the side if the shoulders don't like reaching all the way overhead, but just make sure the the elbows can release towards the floor. So you feel that they're not just hanging, the arms are supported by the earth. And then start to press away through the limbs. So you can reach away through the heels of the feet. You can reach away through the fingertips. Just finding your own kind of movement. 
You could press away through the right fingers and the right heel, the left fingers and the left heel, or you can take it diagonally across the body, reaching away through the right fingertips and the left heel, the left fingertips and the right heel. Also remembering that we can reach away through the tailbone and the crown of the head. So just feeling this movement from center, from the navel out. So you start to feel into all areas of the body. So having a wriggle, enjoying this movement, this yawning open of your body, this stretchy opening sensation. And then let the arms come back to settle beside you. Take a bend into the knees one at a time. So the feet come to the floor. And then slowly gather the knees in, hug the knees in towards you. You can hold the legs wherever feels best. It might be behind the thighs, it might be in front of the shins. And just let yourself rock from right to left, just massaging the back body. Seeing if you can release through the neck and the head so you get a bit of a rolling through the back of the head as well. And then from here, keep the knees drawn in towards you. So the feet are off the floor and then just reach the fingertips up towards the ceiling. And then start to find some movement through both wrists, the fingers, through both ankles and the toes. So you're just starting to maybe wriggle or rotate. Just find your own kind of movement. And possibly, just depending on how you feel, it's early on in the practice, you might start to open up the backs of the legs. So you might start to reach the feet closer towards the ceiling and feel into the backs of the calves, the backs of the hamstrings. And then you can reach away through the hands, you can reach away through the feet, similar to what we were just doing when the limbs were on the floor, but this time you're reaching up. So you get a rocking, a movement, a wriggling through the whole body. And then start to just find a bit of a shake. So if you've been to my classes, you've probably done this before. So it's a really nice release. You can wriggle through the hands, you can wriggle through the legs. If there's any injuries that you're nursing, then you might be a little bit more cautious with this. If you feel okay, you can really start to just shake it out. So just see how that feels through the body, starting to create a pulse, a rhythm, a movement that travels through every cell in the body. And then see if you can go a bit faster, so really shake it out. Trying not to control the movement, so it's a little bit of free movement and feel into it rather than think about how it should be or should feel. And then start to slow the movement down again, rotate through the wrists, rotate through the ankles, wriggle through the fingers, wriggle through the toes. And then let the arms come back beside you let the feet come back to the earth and then slowly slide the heels away straightening through the legs and reach the arms back overhead or back out to the side if that's better for your shoulders and then just land just pause just breathe if the breath quickened let the breath slow down again so you steady the breath steady the body using the exhales to Find that sense of softening, releasing, 
surrendering. And then the arms can come back beside you, the knees can rebend so the feet come back to the floor. And then as we did before, hug the knees in. So lift the feet from the floor, draw the legs towards you and take your hands onto your kneecaps this time. And you can use the hands to assist this movement or you can release the hands altogether. Start to circle the knees and you can keep the knees together so that your legs are circling in the same direction. And for some of us, it might be a really small circle. You might find that your circle's quite big. You might move really slowly. You might move a little faster with a little bit more momentum. So always, always, it's about drawing inward, noticing, feeling, and moving appropriately. And then change the direction. So you circle the knees the other way. yourself come back to center release the hands release the feet let the feet stand to the floor so the knees stay bent and then reach your fingertips up to the ceiling again this time you're going to take a bend into the elbows and hold on to the opposite elbow so your elbows are now reaching up towards the ceiling and then similar to what we just did through the legs you're going to circle the arms so feeling that you're drawing a circle on the ceiling from the elbows if there's any tightness or injury, or if you have frozen shoulder, just keep the circle small, just listen to your body moving within your range of movement, not forcing anything. Or it could be you find big sweeping circles where the elbows reach all the way out to the sides, all the way overhead, and then towards the knees or thighs. And then change the direction to circle the other way. Taking one more circle. And then come back to center. Release the opposite elbow, stretch the arms out to the side now, so nice and wide at shoulder height. And have the palms turned up, but move, make this movement from the shoulder. So you're not just turning the palms up from the wrists, the whole arm is externally rotated. It gives you this space across the chest and this openness through the ribcage, through the lungs. And then from here, just let both knees come over towards the right and then let them find the floor. So you might need to prop yourself up. If you've got a cushion, a bolster or a blanket, you might want to put that support underneath that right leg. Or you can just shuffle, arrange yourself so that the legs can land comfortably. So feeling into this twist and possibly turning your gaze over to the left. So you also bring this twist up, twist up into the neck. And then come back to find the breath in this pose. We're going to stay here for a few breaths. So see if it's still a little deeper as we practiced at the beginning. 
And if it isn't, take the time to encourage that slower breath. And then let your next inhale bring you back to centre. So bring the gaze up, bring both knees up. And then as you exhale, let the knees come over to the left, possibly propping yourself up on that outer left knee or outer thigh. Or just arranging yourself so that you can let the legs land. So you might take the feet wider, you might bring the knees closer together, you might hug the knees closer towards you. And then if it's okay on the neck, turn the gaze towards the right. Check in with the breath. And then let your next inhale bring the gaze up, bring the knees up, so you're back at centre. You can bring the arms now beside the body, keep the knees bent so the feet are to the floor, and have the feet so they're about hip distance, so heels roughly in line with the sitting bones or slightly wider. And then we're going to move through a flow, through a vinyasa, with the uh, bridge pose. So coming into a back bend, and it doesn't matter how high you lift the pelvis, you're just trying to find a little bit of space between your back body and the floor. So you might lift an inch, you might lift a few inches. Just work with feeling that opening as you do. So it doesn't matter what the pose looks like, it's how the pose feels. So when you're ready, with the arms beside you, the palms facing down, after your next exhale, as you inhale, press into the feet, Lift the pelvis up and press the hands down towards the floor. See how that feels. Just notice that back bend, that space through the front of the body. And then as you exhale, see if you can roll down through the spine. So upper, then mid, then lower back comes down and the pelvis comes back to meet the mat. We're going to do that again. So inhale to lift the pelvis up. Press into the feet. Feel that back bend through your body. And then exhale to roll the spine down. Then we're going to bring the right arm into the equation. So on your next inhale, as you press into the feet and lift the pelvis up, sweep just the right arm overhead. And then when you're ready on your exhale, as you roll the spine down, Bring that right hand back beside you. Then we go to the left side. So on your next inhale, press into the feet, lift the pelvis up, sweep the left arm up and over. And when you're ready to breathe out, roll the spine down, release that left hand back down beside you. And then we leave both hands beside us. And on your next inhale, just lift the pelvis, same as we did the first couple of rounds. Inhaling to lift. And then exhaling to roll the spine down. We're going to do that one more time. 
So like your next inhale, lift the pelvis and the right arm. And then as you exhale, the right arm comes back beside you. The spine rolls all the way back to the floor, pelvis grounds. On your next inhale, let the left arm lift as you press into the feet and lift the hips up into your bridge pose. And then exhale, roll the spine down and release that left arm down. It's your choice this time, either leave the hands as they are or now as you inhale, lift both arms up and over, coming up into your bridge pose. And then as you exhale, roll the spine down and if you took the arms overhead, let the arms come back beside you. If that's enough for you, just rest here, take a few breaths here, or we're gonna do that one more time and hold the bridge pose. So when you're ready, on your next inhale, press into the feet, lift the pelvis up. Maybe you take the arms overhead, maybe the arms stay where they are, your call. And then when you get to your expression of bridge pose, pause and take a, maybe three or four breaths here. So you can really feel the imprint of both feet, maybe especially so through the heels of the feet. Feel that your chest is moving towards your chin. There should be a little bit of an arch through the back of the neck, so there's no pressure through the neck. And you might feel, especially if you've taken the arms overhead, that with this position through the body, the ribs are open, the breath can deepen. And then if you're still lifted in your bridge pose on your next exhale, let the arms come down as you roll the spine all the way back down and finally let the pelvis meet the mat again. And then as we did previously, hug the knees in, have a little rock from right to left, just easing out through the spine after the back bending. And only you know how you feel and it does depend on whether you are on a carpeted area or on a blanket. You can rock your way up to seated from here or you can release the hands, gently roll to one side and ease your way up to seated. So just make sure you move the best way for you and then come to find just for a moment a comfortable seat and then bring yourself into the all fours position so in the all fours position roughly your knees are underneath your hips your wrists of your hands are underneath your shoulders and then imagine that you are going to draw a figure of eight, a standing, an upright figure of eight on your mat from your navel, from your belly button and start to move. So you're going to draw yourself forwards and around in a circling movement to draw the top part of the eight. Then as you come back through center, you'll take the opposite direction to do the lower part of the eight, the bottom circle. And it can be quite small. You can draw a really small figure of eight on your mat or possibly you can make big circling movements. And if you're moving a little bit more, you might want to take the knees and the hands a bit further away from each other. So just adjust your stance accordingly. 
So creating this movement, you start to get a bit of a snake-like movement running through the spine. It can be really mobilizing through all the joints, through the hips, the vertebra, the shoulders, the wrists, the knees. And then taking another few movements in this direction. And it might be that the movement grows. So you might have started off with small figure of eights and you might start to find slightly bigger movements. So just go with it. And then the next time you come through center, it's changing the direction. So starting to do this figure of eight the other way now. And sometimes it can feel very different. I always have one shoulder that feels tighter than the other. And when I move the second direction, I often get a really nice releasing click. So see if the shape feels the same or different, or if there's any restrictions through the hips, the shoulders. And I often find that if I do have one side that feels a bit tighter or a, li a little bit less mobile, I'll go back to that side and just spend a little bit longer on that side. And you could always do that too. You could pause and spend longer on your tighter side if you wanted to during any of the movements. And then doing just another couple of figure of eights. And then as you come back to center in the all fours position, take the big toes so they're closer together, let the knees come wider, so either just slightly wider than the hips or maybe to mat width, and then draw your sitting bones towards your heels. So you're coming into a wide knee child's pose. And if, you, if your sitting bones don't find the heels, that's fine. You can stay a little bit upright here. Just maybe it might be more supportive to be on the forearms. So see how you go on. Either way, let both hands or both forearms walk over towards the left side. And they might even come off your mat if you feel okay to do that. But still finding that you're, you're drawing back through that right sitting bone. And then reach a little bit further away through that right hand or that right elbow if the forearms are down. So you've come into a side bend opening through the right hand side. And then guide the breath to the right side. So feel that you're breathing into the right ribs, the right lung, the right side waist. And letting your next exhale, walk the hands or the forearms back to center. And then exhale over to the right side. So you feel that you open up through that left hand side. So left sitting bone feels that it draws back, left fingertips or elbow feels that it draws diagonally away from that left sitting bone. So you've got that space through the left side. And then guide the breath to the left side.
Then let your next inhale bring you back to center. Ease your way back up into the all fours position. So have the knees underneath the hips again. If you took them wider, the wrists underneath the shoulders. And then from here, tuck the toes under. If that feels okay to you, tuck the toes. So you start to get a little bit of a opening through the soles of the feet. And then keeping the toes tucked, which is optional. You can keep the tops of the feet to the floor if that feels better. We're going to do just a few rounds of the cat-cow. So when you're ready, let your breath guide you. On your inhale, begin to draw the heart forwards as if you're drawing it, pulling it through the upper arms. Your gaze comes forwards and your tailbone lifts up a little bit. So you're coming into a back bend. Same kind of sensation as when we were in the bridge pose. And then as you exhale, begin to round through the back. Bring your chin towards your chest and the tailbone sends down. So shoulder blades move away from each other. The upper back stretches open. And then go between those two movements. So inhaling to come into a back bend, which is the cow part of the pose. And then exhaling to round the spine, which is the scaredy cat part of the pose. Then in your own time, just another couple of rounds. And then don't rush. After your next exhale, as you inhale, come to a more neutral spine, so not quite into your back bend. And then ground down through the hands and just see if your toes are tucked under, if you can lift the knees about an inch away from the floor. So just starting to build up a little bit of heat in the body. So you might feel this through the thighs, you might feel it through the core muscles. Try not to let the belly sag here, so there's a little bit of tone, so you're drawing the lower abdomen in. Feel that the spine is nice and long, so your gaze is down, but maybe slightly forwards. Just another couple of breaths if you can, just feel that heat. And then easing your way up into the downward facing dog, so lift the sitting bones up diagonally away from the wrists, from the fingers. And you might keep the knees really bent for a moment. So you're in your inverted V. And you can have a little bit of a wriggle, so you might sway through the hips, you might bend the knees alternately, reaching one heel closer towards the floor, then the second heel closer towards the floor. Or just find any movement that feels good in downward facing dog and of course child's pose is always an option if down dog isn't for you today and you can either stay here or we'll do a little bit of a flow from here and you might need to widen your stance a little to see how it goes on your next inhale bring your shoulders over your wrists so you come into a plank and this is where you might need to wriggle the feet back a little and then I can't remember if I said inhale or exhale. If you inhaled there, exhale back to down dog. Or just find your own rhythm. So for me, I quite like to inhale into plank. And then exhale back into down dog. But always follow your breath and what feels right. 
Do another couple if that feels okay. So you're inhaling the shoulders over the wrists. Plank pose. And then you're exhaling back into down dog. And this could of course be child's pose up into all fours if you prefer. So similar movement but with the knees down. And then do one more movement. Inhaling forwards into plank. Exhaling into down dog and then either come down lightly or if you've still got a little bit in you, you can bend the knees, let the knees hover again about an inch from the floor. So you're in this strong plank variation. Lots of length through the spine, so you're neither in a back bend nor rounding the spine, just those natural curves. Stay with the breath, stay with it. Feel that warmth, that heat that you're creating, that strength. And then let the knees lightly come to the floor, seeing if you can bring them down at the same time. So really controlled. Untuck the toes, big toes towards each other, knees come wide again. And then this time from here, we're going to come into thread the needle pose. So you can take the sitting bones to the heels if that feels appropriate for you. So you're in the child's pose variation, or you can stay up in the all fours variation. We can do it from either position. Either way, you're going to feed your right arm underneath your left arm with the palm facing up. Let your right shoulder and your right temple come to the floor. And if the floor's too far away, if your temple doesn't meet the mat, you can always put your pillow or blanket or if you have a yoga block, a yoga block underneath the right side of the face. And you can keep your left hand exactly where it is, or you can stretch it overhead, so you're reaching towards the top of your mat. And as you do that, if you do that, reach back through the left sitting bone to feel that length through that left hand side. And then if you took that left hand forwards, draw it back towards you, just in front of the face. Press down to rise up, releasing that right arm. Right hand comes down. We go straight to the second side. Left arm feeds underneath right arm with the palm turned up. Left shoulder, left temple come to the mat or your support if you have something beneath you. Feel into it before you decide what you're going to do. And then possibly you reach the right arm towards the top of your mat overhead and then draw back through the right sitting bone. Just noticing how it feels on this side. Breathing into that right hand side, feeling that space that you're creating. You might feel this stretch, this opening through the upper back with this gentle twist. And then if you did take the right arm forwards, slide the right hand back towards you, place the hand just in front of the face so you can push down and release the left arm. And then come up to all fours if you're not there already. Let the knees come back underneath the hips. 
tuck the toes again, and again, this is optional. If you don't like doing that, just leave the tops of the feet to the floor. Draw your sitting bones towards the heels. And then press into the hands as if you're pushing your mat forward. So as you push the mat away, your pelvis draws back more towards the heels. And you might find you get a deeper opening through the soles of the feet if the toes are tucked. It's taking a breath or two here. And then from this position, creep the hands a little bit further forward. So really stretch them forwards. Round through the spine as you come up. So keep your chin towards your chest. Let the shoulders come over the wrist. So you're in a half plank. And then begin to let the heart draw forwards. The pelvis melt down towards the floor. The elbows soften. So there's no pinching in the lower back. Untuck the toes if they're tucked and roll the front body down. So pelvis, belly, chest, forehead comes all the way to the mat. Then we're going to reverse that movement. So keep the hands where they are. Push into the mat. Inhale to come up to all fours. Keep the hands where they are. Round through the spine. Bring the chin towards the chest. Maybe tuck the toes and bring the sitting bones towards the heels. They might not find the heels this time because your hands have come further forward so just feel that stretch through the back body then we do that twice more so inhale rounding through the spine shoulders over the wrists heart draws forwards exhale untuck the toes bend into the elbows roll the front body down pelvis belly chest forehead then you come back up that's luna barking inhale to come all the way back up into all fours and then round through the spine and draw all the way back, stretching out through the back body. Maybe you've tucked the toes, maybe you haven't. And then we come all the way down to the tummy this time. So you can round through the spine, bring the shoulders over the wrists and then heart draws forwards, untuck the toes if they're tucked and exhale, the front body rolls all the way down to meet the mat. And then let yourself land on your tummy. So let yourself meet the floor in this prone Shavasana. So hopefully there wasn't an inconsistency then. Luna was barking because the postman came, so I just had to pause the recording. There's no children here because their schools are still open, so they've gone to school, but... There's always something. So from this prone Shavasana, have the hands beside the ribs, so that's probably where you've landed. Toes are untucked, if you haven't untucked them. And then very lightly pressing into the hands, so really using the spinal muscles rather than the arms here. On your next inhale, begin to lift the head, the chest, a little away from the floor. So sometimes it's called the baby cobra pose. So hands just lightly there, but you're not really using them. You could even take the hands away from the floor if that feels okay. And then if you're okay to, take a couple of breaths in this position so you can really feel which spinal muscles are working to support you. And then on your next exhale, if you've lifted the hands, let the hands come down, let the forehead or one cheek come down to meet the mat. And then sweep the arms so they're alongside the body. You can have the palms facing up for now. So the back of the hands are to the floor. 
And then slowly begin to inhale to lift the head, lift the chest. And that might be as far as you go. If you, if it feels okay, you can lift the legs. So we're moving more towards the locust pose now, Shalabhasana. And then you might keep the hands where they are, or you can lift the hands and there's a big rotation as you do. So you roll the palms to face towards the floor now. And as you do, move from the shoulders. So feel that space that's then created across the chest and across the collarbones as you open through the shoulders. Make sure the back of the neck is nice and long so you're not looking forwards, you're looking down, maybe slightly forwards, but the back of the neck stays nice and long. And then take a few breaths here, whichever variation you're in, really, it's a really good pose for the back body. And then if you're lifted, as you exhale, release the arms, release the forehead, or the opposite cheek if you took the cheek to the mat previously. And then soften through the body, soften through the, the glutes, let the legs release down. Find the breath if the breath quickened. And then this always causes a little bit of confusion and that's when I'm demonstrating in class. So hopefully this comes across okay in on audio. So take now from this prone position, take the backs of your hands to your lower back. So the elbows are lifting away from the floor. And then we're going to move opposite arm and opposite leg. So after your next exhale, as you inhale, reach your right arm out to the side. There's a rotation and then you reach the arm overhead as you lift the head, the chest, and you're also lifting the left leg at the same time. And then as you exhale, bring that right arm back to the lower back, release the left leg down. And you might turn your head, so you could turn your head towards one side. And then on your next inhale, the left arm comes out to the side, there's a rotation, reach it overhead as the head, the chest lifts and the right leg lifts. And then exhale, turn your head, we'll say to the right, so I'll guide you with the turning of the head as you release back to center. Then inhale, right arm comes out to the side and lifts overhead, left leg lifts up, gaze comes down. And then exhale, right hand comes back to the lower back, left leg comes down and turn towards the left. So the right cheek comes to the floor. Inhale, left arm reaches out, gaze comes down, head chest lifts, right leg lifts, Exhale, left hand back, right leg back, look to the right, so left cheek down. We'll do one more to both sides. Inhale, right arm and left leg lift, look to the floor. Exhale, come back to centre, turn the gaze towards the left. Final time. Inhale, left arm, right leg lift, gaze comes down. And then exhale, left arm to lower back, right leg down, and you can look towards the right. And then once you've come back to center, bring yourself into a comfortable position. So you might settle the arms back beside you. You might take the elbows out to the side, overhead, one hand on top of the other, forehead 
to the upper hand. Relax through the legs, maybe find a little bit of a wriggle through the pelvis. And settle the breath, steady the breath. And then when you're ready, bring the hands back beside the ribs, palms to the floor. Ground down through the hands to rise up through the body, back into your all fours position. You know how you feel, so some of you might want to just go back into child's. So take that option if that feels best. Or tuck the toes, lift the knees, hover the knees just for a moment this time. So maybe an inch. Feel that strength. And then sweep the sitting bones back and up, downward facing dog. But keep it quite soft. So keep the knees a little bent and you can move any way that feels good or I really started to like bouncing in my downward facing dog. So you can just bounce through the balls of the feet, the heels are lifted. So you just find a little bit of a pulse through the body and that works up into the spine, into the shoulders, through the whole legs, just let the head release. So feel this movement. Maybe taking a few more bounces or just moving any way that feels nourishing. And then whether you're in dog or whether you're in child's pose, we'll all now come to the all four position. So either bringing the knees down or coming up to all fours. And then take your time to step your right foot forward. So you're coming into the low lunge position, right foot steps in between the hands. So feel this position. If the floor's too far away, again, you can prop yourself up. So you can use yoga blocks if you have them, just a pile of books if you don't. A bolster is a good option. Or just come up onto the fingertips. And then feel that you are drawing your heart forwards. So you're not really rounding through the spine. You're trying to find a bit of length. That's it. And you might have your feet, your front foot and your back knee relatively close to each other, so it's more of a square shape between the legs, or you might tuck the left toes under, wriggle the left foot back, so there's a bit more distance between that left knee and that right heel, so you get more of an opening through that left front thigh and hip flexor, flexors. Taking a few breaths. And for those who want to, you could tuck the back toes, lift the back knee and stay here. So you're in more of a high lunge position. Fingertips are still to the floor. Heart is still drawing forwards. And then... From here, you're going to either come back into all fours or come back into down dog. So if your back knee is lifted, you might just step that right foot back straight into downward facing dog. If the back knee is down, you just sweep the right shin back, come back into all fours. Take a moment, find some movement, have a wriggle. Notice how you feel on either side. 
And then we'll do the same on the second side. So you can bring the knees down if you're in down dog and step or help that left foot forwards in between the hands. You can prop your hands up if you need a lift or you can come up onto the fingertips. Feel that you draw the heart forward so you find length through the spine. So you're taking that rounding out, out of the spine, you're opening through the front body. Gaze is beyond your mat, the back of the neck stays nice and long. And if you want to widen your stance, you can tuck the right toes, wriggle the right foot back and bring the right knee back down. So you get more of an opening through the right hip flexors and the right thigh this time. But still feeling that your heart draws forwards. And then maybe for the last few breaths, you can tuck the back toes, lift the back knee and practice this opening lunge from the high lunge position with the back knee lifted. And then your choice, you either step back into all fours or you step back into down dog. Take a moment and then we'll all meet in the all fours position. So knees come down if you're in down dog. And then I'm going to give you two options here. So from here, from this all fours position, you can either draw back into child's on your exhale and then come back up into all fours on your inhale. So it's just those two simple movements. Exhale into child's pose, sitting bones towards the heels. Inhale into all fours, shoulders over the wrists. So if that's, if you're happy with that, flow with that movement. As an option for those who want to, and if you're happy to balance on the balls of the feet, you're gonna draw back towards child's, but tuck the toes and lift the knees up. So you're in a bit of a, a squat, a little bit like Malasana. Heels stay lifted though in this squat. Your hands are just in front of you. Fingertips probably to the floor, or again, you can have blocks or books for a little bit of a lift. And then if you're in this squat pose, your option is to inhale here. And then as you exhale, you're gonna lift up into Uttanasana, standing forward bend. So you lift the sitting bones up, you open up through the backs of the legs, the heels come down and you fold over the legs. And then as you inhale, you bend the knees, the heels lift, you come back into your squat pose, heart draws forwards. So you exhale, lift the bottom up, sitting bones up, open the back of the legs, heels come down, fold over the legs. And then inhale to come back into your squat, your malasana. And then whichever variation you're taking, we'll take three more full breaths. So you're either inhaling into all fours or the squat. And you're exhaling into child's or the standing forward bend. Two more breaths.
and then take your time. We'll all come into child's pose, but before you draw back into it, so from all fours, take your big toes together, take your knees wide, and then draw back into wide knee child's pose. And it can be really grounding to have the forehead connected to something here. So if your forehead doesn't reach the floor, take a prop. So you might have your yoga block if you have one, or a book, or a blanket even. Just so you can feel that connection of the skin of the forehead to something, to ground down. It's said to be very calming for the mind. And your arms can stay reaching overhead, or you can bend the elbows, or you can reach the arms over the thighs. So the upper arms go over the upper thighs. And possibly, if they're there, you can hold onto your heels. So you can bring the hands to hold onto the heels of the feet. And this then becomes the embryo pose. So a really calming posture and a really good one for drawing inward. So to check in how you are, how you feel. Then if you have taken the arms behind you, sweep the arms forwards, ease yourself up into all fours, knees come back underneath the hips. And then sweep the feet out to one side so you can sit back and release the legs out in front of you. So you're sitting in staff posture, dandasana. If you need support in this pose, you might sit on something. And I can't remember if I said at the beginning of the practice you don't need any props because I have offered them as a suggestion quite frequently. So apologies if I lied to you at the beginning. But if you're at home, Usually we've got something lying around, so it could be a cushion off your sofa, it could be a pillow off your bed, just to give you a little bit of a lift. And then with the legs out in front of you, draw the right knee in towards you, so bring the right foot to the floor, hold on to that right shin, and then lift up, so use that leverage of the leg to lift up a little bit taller through your spine. And you might stay here, or you can cross your right foot over your left leg, and then we're going to come into a twist. So either your left hand holds onto that right knee or your left elbow crease hugs around that right knee. Sweep your right arm behind you and then turn to look towards the right. But not overly twisting through the neck. You can just look towards the right hand side. Feel that you relax through the shoulders a little. So the shoulders aren't up around the ears. They drop away from the ears. So you've got a nice long neck. You're growing tall through the spine, so the crown of the head lifts up. And then bring the gaze forwards, release the hands, come back to centre, keep that Bring the hands onto the shin, sorry, and then uncross the right leg if you cross the foot over the left leg. Holding onto the right shin again, just find another little moment of length through the spine. And then release the hands, slide that right leg long, 
And we do the same to the second side. So bend into the left knee, bring the left foot to the floor, hold on to the, the left shin with both hands to find that length through the spine. Either stay here, you can twist from here, or cross that left foot over the right leg. And you can either hold on to that left knee with the right hand or the right elbow crease. Take your left hand behind you as you rotate towards the left. So you're looking towards the left. Shoulders settle away from the ears. Crown of the head reaches up. Keeping the breath deep and smooth. The breath is affected by twists because we're affecting the rib cage. So see if you can still find that deep breath. And then let the gaze come forwards. Release the hands to untwist. Draw that left knee in one more time so you're holding onto the front shin. Feel that length through the spine. If you crossed left foot over right leg, uncross. And then release the hands, slide that left leg away. And then take a bend into both knees now, so both feet stand to the floor and either hold behind both thighs or both knees or hug. If you can get your forearms behind the thighs, hug the thighs. So as if you're giving your legs a cuddle, you can bring your belly towards the thighs. You can round through the back a little now so it really releases through the lower back. And then take a few breaths here. For some of us, it depends on the dimensions of our bone structure in our body. The chin might settle to the knees. For others, it might be the forehead. For others still, your head, your chin or your forehead might be nowhere near the knees. So just relax through the head. We're not forcing the chin towards the chest, but there's a softness to open up through the back of the neck. And you can stay here or you can start to slide the heels a little bit further away from you or just inch them forwards a little. Trying to keep your belly towards the thighs. So it's a variation of Paschimottanasana, seated forward bend. You might even slide the heels forwards enough that the forearms come to the floor so you're in a deeper forward fold. And if you're quite comfortable in this position, and sometimes that depends on the hamstrings or the lower back. You can release the hands from beneath you and take the arms forwards, either to settle the hands either side of the legs or to bind around the calves, the ankles, or if the feet are there, you can hold onto the feet. But don't strive for the feet, don't force that, only if they're there. And then as you're ready, lifting the head, release the hands wherever they are and walk the hands closer towards you so you can roll up through the spine to come back into Dandasana. We're going to ease ourselves into lying down again now, so make sure the space behind you, 
grab your pillow or a blanket or whatever you need. If you have a bolster, it's nice to put it under the knees for Shavasana, so have that handy. And then roll your way down, ease yourself down into Shavasana again, lying down. And before you settle in, just take a moment to check in. You might want to hug the knees in again and have a little rock from right to left. You might take a quick twist or just stretch the arms overhead like we did at the very beginning or reach the arms, the legs up and have a little wriggle. Just making any movements that feel good. And then settle yourself in Shavasana. So you might choose to have the knees bent. Feet can be wide, knees can knock in, or the heels can slide away and have the legs straight with the feet just rolling away from each other. Arms might be beside you or hands could be to the abdomen. And then as we did at the very beginning, let yourself land, meet the mat, notice how you feel. So feeling into the back body, noticing all those parts that connect to the floor. And it might be different from when you first lay down. You've just moved for an hour, opened up and created space through your body. So see how it feels now. And there's no need to change anything with the breath. Just let the breath come and flow naturally. And then as you rest, I'm going to read that quote one more time. Yoga gives us a rhythm and a ritual to anchor ourselves to as we ride the waves of uncertainty. So I see that as even though there may be chaos all around us, we can have this little sanctuary, this time of peace and self-care when we come to our yoga mat. And I hope that's what I've offered for you today as you practice. And if you are comfortable, maybe you're doing an evening practice, maybe you've done this in your bedroom and you can just hop into bed brilliant if it's at the beginning of your day feel free to come out whenever you're ready or if you have the time I would recommend staying in Shavasana for another few minutes if you can either way I will leave you here and thank you very much for joining me and take care lots of love